Well, hello, hello, and hello, and welcome to the Sacred Pathway to Liberated Black Womanhood podcast. It is me, Allison Rozelle, and I am here today to have a juicy, beautiful conversation with a beautiful goddess by the name of Janice Brantle. Hello, Janice. Hello, goddess. How are you? I am so glad that you are here because I have been waiting for this conversation to have with you. (laughs) (laughs) So I am going to tell you all a little bit about Janice and then we are going to jump into this juicy conversation that is all about liberation through creativity and cosmetics. So... (laughs) So Miss Janice Brantle is originally from Omaha. I'm reading her bio. She's from Omaha, Nebraska. And I'm going to stick a pin in that because I don't think I ever met no black person from Omaha, Nebraska. (laughs) We there, I promise we there. Oh, we everywhere, honey. I know. (laughs) Just never have. That's really awesome. And currently, she is residing in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia, and she started writing at the very young age of 10 years old, to be exact, and she was doing it just for fun. Mm -hmm. She currently holds a master in arts in leadership organization through Bellevue University in Bellevue, Nebraska. She feels she can make an impact on society through her writing. She's an indie author, coach, and owner of Poetry in Motion 2, or is it II's 2? Either or. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, is it Roman numerals? Is it the letters? Okay. <laughs> and her signature coaching and publishing business. She was featured, she was a featured artist, author, excuse me, um, in surfacing an anthology dedicated to the survivors of Hurricane Katrina. Mm. She finished her first novel, From the Brink of Insanity Comes the Light, in 2008. She published her second novel, The Forgotten, A Love Story, in 2012. Her third novel, Angel's War, the first novel of the series, was published in 2015. She has a poetry book, Some Love, Some Pain, Some Loss, Some Gain. Yes. Uh, published in 2016. Recently, she released an ebook. So, you finished your masterpiece. Now, what? <laughs> a guide to self publishing on a budget. Love that. And that was in uh, 2018. Uh, Angel's War part two, Revenge and Redemption in 2019. Girl, you busy. (laughs) Elected to workshop her short story, The Shadows, with the prestigious Hurston Wright Foundation in 2019. In addition, Ms. Brantle was featured in Voyage Atlanta, and I'm going to put that link along with her bio in the show notes so you can check her out on that. She also writes a blog Written Word Wednesday and RAGE, that is, stands for Representing All Genuine Expressions 
on www.poetryinmotionii.com. This blog is part trending topics, part self-help, part positivity written for, written with a whole lot of love. She's currently writing the long anticipated sequel to The Forgotten, A Love Story. Miss Janice, the busy woman who writes, and I am not mad at that. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Girl, I am doing wonderful. Oh my goodness. I, I have to tell you, when um, you sent me your bio and I was reading your bio, just like I said a little while ago, I was like, man, this woman has been busy, but it's, it's beautiful. I love, 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 love to read, and I love a good, juicy novel. So then I was thinking to myself, I need to get one novel at a time from her so I can get caught up and be ready so when your new one come out, I'm ready for it. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is so beautiful so beautiful and I love that um you were talking about you pu published poetry because I used to write poetry as a child um and as a teenager and I stopped and then as a young adult I started doing it again and it was more like cathartic for me and I really kick myself that I don't have any of those writings um mm. from then um, but I've started to try to pick up again. Um, yeah. But we'll talk more about that in the conversation. Okay. So I want to give you the opportunity, Janice, to speak to us, because I got my notes, so you'll see me looking down and, and everything. But I promise I'm here. I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> so um, I wanted to ask you, um, because since this podcast is all about the liberation of Black women, mind, body, and spirit, and I love that your work um, has a lot to do with healing through writing. Um, so the first thing that I love is, first of all, you got the multiple streams of income going on, and that's always a plus plus. <laughs> I always encourage people to get you those multiples. But what I love, secondly, is the fact that you do help women, you help Black women um, create their um, their own, well, I'll say flex their creative muscles, uh, so right. to speak, with their writing. So I just want to know, how did you start writing and how did you come to embody your calling um, as far as not only being a writer yourself, but helping others um, become writers. Okay. Well, I started, like I said, in my little bio at 10 years old, I've always had this calling to write. It's just always had been in me. Um, so I wrote my first little mystery type book, handwritten, um, stapled it and everything. And, and my mom read it, so she loved it. <laughs> and so that Kind of so and start the journey, but you know, growing up with I have um, eight brothers and sisters. Growing up in that household with all of those people, yeah. your voice just kind of gets snuffed out. You just kind of, you know, you just got to get in where you fit in and not get lost. Right, I got you. <laughs> so, so that kind of kind of snuffed it out. But I went through like a 
just really, it, it was a bad divorce, but it wasn't. It wasn't like, you know, like beating and right. this and that, that, that type of domestic violence. But it was a, um, it was a mental teardown, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It was a mental teardown. And so my self-esteem was just kind of gone. I mean, it was just gone. And so I met this young lady that she, you know, I used to always write journals too. So even though I wasn't writing books, I, I have these plethora of journals that I've kept, you know, for years. And so I met this young lady and she was an author. And so we were going to write this book, um, something in a nature called um, The Confessions of Two Bitter Ex-Wives or something like that. And it was like a tell-all dish, the dirt on your ex-husbands right. and boyfriends and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, we were writing this thing and then she pulls out the project oh. and, you know, and told one of, the, uh, one of our mutual friends, oh, well, this is a trashy book and I don't want to be associated with that. I am more of a literature author and blah, blah, blah. And so I had a couple of choices because, you know, I had never written a book before. I didn't know. I didn't know. I had no clue, none, no clue. And so I had to make a choice. I said, either I'm going to finish this book by myself or not do it. And so I got still and asked God what he wanted me to do. And so this title came to me from the brink of insanity comes the light. And so I finished the book and called it that. And it is still kind of like a tell-all, dish your dirt book, but it was more cleansing. I wrote, even though it was in fiction voice, I wrote about my trials, my tribulations, about all these horrible relationships that I had had um, pre-marriage, after marriage. And... um, I wrote it in, in the voice of where these two ladies, they ended up in this, you know, insane asylum together because they both killed their, um, their spouses or whatnot. And right. one was older. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the older lady, which is, quotations, me, <laughs> was teaching and telling these stories. They were trading stories back and forth about their relationships and what they went through. And then just basically in the end, it was uh, uh, overcome your hurt and pain and build yourself and your self-esteem type of story. And so that's kind of my entryway into writing. And I'm an avid reader. I love, love, love to read. So I write, you know, I'm like, you know what? When I want to read a great story, I just pick up my pen. (laughs) Yeah. So that's kind of how I got into it. So then when, after you created your first book, then I assumed that you were like, wow, okay. So that was really great. So you moved on to your next book. So Mm -hmm. at what point in the creation process did you start to um, decide that, okay, so a, a good avenue would be for me to go and start to help other people with publishing their novels? Um, pretty much right after my first book, I, it was always in the back of my mind um, because I didn't have anybody to help me. Right. I didn't have anybody to nav- help me navigate through um, this publishing process. So I had to learn 
a lot. I had to learn a lot of these things on my own. And I, you know, and I decided I wanted to self-publish my books because I don't want to have anybody change my words or mm. change my meaning of my book. So I self-publish. And so I decided, you know, maybe it was a few years ago that um, this could be a business because people always came up and asked me, they always say, your business is when people continuously ask you a question and you get the same question over and over and over again. And so I kept getting the question, how do you publish a book? How do you do this? How do you do that? Mm -hmm. So that's when I decided to kind of write my, um, um, so you finished your masterpiece, now what? And then that kind of went over really well. And I was like, hmm, this can be a business. <laughs> And so, and I wanted to help people and, and people laugh at me. My clients laugh at me. It's like, you know, I was like, you do have access to me. I, I, I do really, really want to help. And one of my clients was like, oh, I forgot to pay you. I said, girl, I forgot to. Because <laughs> I'm so in tune to helping. <laughs> See, that that is when you, it really shows, I mean, get paid, Janice. We want you paid. But when yeah. it it it's not about the money right when it becomes more of a part of you and it's a service um i think that's when it's really telling that you are in the right place you're in the right arena in doing your purpose so i deep bow to you sis you. for recognizing you. that and stepping into that into your power <laughs> <laughs> so um so, wow. So, like I was saying, um, I used to write. And I used to write a lot as a little girl. Um, mm -hmm. And it's really funny because both of my parents were teachers. Okay. Um, and so, what I would do is I would get all my dolls and all my bears. And I would put oh, them in a circle. And I would be their teacher. And my favorite thing to do after teaching them whatever I learned in school that day. Mm -hmm. um is i would do like these little short stories and i would make up stories with my mm -hmm. with my stuffed animals and my dolls and it was like the best thing and right. i'm like wow if we had had like cell phones and stuff back then i'd have all kinds of stuff recorded <laughs> <laughs> so you know it just goes to show when like with what you having your bio about you starting at the age of 10 so many of us we go from childhood and we have childhood dreams and aspirations and things that we love to do yeah. and then we grow up and somewhere in that growing up we lose that that childhood mystery and yeah. and, and things and then fear kicks in and we start to like is this my purpose or is something else my purpose? And we go all out in left field. And then eventually, if we're lucky, if we're blessed to have mm -hmm. a moment, an aha moment that brings mm -hmm. us back, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just, it's a powerful testament to how we already know yeah. when we're children, what we're yeah. supposed to be doing. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. that somewhere in that growing process, somebody mm -hmm. tells us, Nah, you probably can't do that. And then right, what you want to do that for? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so I I really just love that about your story. Um 
as far as like the creation process, especially so that was totally divine. I think that that woman backed out because it wasn't about her. It was about you. So, right. Yes. And it built my confidence, you know, it built my confidence and let me know, yeah, you, you can write. And it, it is funny from that point, from my very first book to now, um, you know, in, in between, I was like, oh my God, I can't write. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I was doubting myself. Even mm-hmm. when I'm watching people reading my words and they're crying and got tears flowing down their eyes, I would touch them and, and how people are asking me still to this day. That's why I'm writing a sequel to mm-hmm. The Forgotten because people ask me still to this day that they're waiting for the sequel. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to receive that I have the gift. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just... Yeah. You see that it just keep writing. That's all I know how to do. Is keep awesome. writing. Yes. Do you hear any feedback from when I talk? Mm-mm. Okay. I thought I heard something and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Technology. Um <laughs> so um there's so many things racing in my head because, oh, I want to show you what did I do with that? Cause I took it down. Oh no, I didn't. What inspired me? Um, Cause I want to know about your inspiration. Maya Angelou. Ooh, I got that book. Yes. Yes. And I know why the cage bird sings. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just her book of poetry, I can still read it and get emotional from it. So I just want to know who are some of your inspirations uh, in the authors that you enjoy reading? Okay, well, I read so much and so many different things, but what really got me is, is a couple of books, a couple of authors. Um, the very first book that I absolutely read like more than once was called Brothers and Sisters by B.B. Campbell Moore. I absolutely loved the way she weaved that story of uh, like racism um, or how we, sexism and, um, you know, kind of that, um, what do you call it? You know, the um, economic, okay. economicisms um, into that story. I loved, loved, loved that book. And then one of my favorite authors is, um, Oh, his name was on the tip of my tongue. He wrote Sisters. Um, uh, he wrote um, Sister, Sister. Oh, Eric Jerome Dickey. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He can weave a story. He can. He really can. I think I've, I can't remember the name of the book, but someone bought me one of his books. I read it, loved it. And I was like, okay, this dude. And I don't know why I didn't buy anything other of his, but that one um, was really, really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, his um, he, he evolved and a lot of his stuff later stuff was a little bit more dark but you could tell the mastery of his storytelling and so I kind of really love those two people mm-hmm. um, as far as reading and and I guess um, following his career allowed me to make me realize that I didn't have to be one type of writer yeah. I can write whatever I wanted to write. And so that's why I like his work. I love that. And that is so true because we spend so much time uh, in comparison of, mm-hmm. 
you know, this person, that person, and we get intimidated and we don't realize, hey, they're, they're good because they are who they are. It's time for mm-hmm. us to flex our voice. So mm-hmm. especially when you said that about coming out of the relationships and how when you were growing up um, having a voice because you there was so many of you, it's mm-hmm. so beautiful to see mm-hmm. you um, stepping into that throat chakra energy of speaking mm-hmm. your truth and writing your truth and living your truth and let us all be witness to that. And I just, yeah. I love that so much. And I get that all the time when I'm reading and pulling cards. It's always talking about um, my authentic voice, my authentic truth. And yeah. so it keeps reminding me that I'm on the right track. I got to keep, you know, keep you know, going, keep my voice out there and keep showing people that they can use their own voice and, it, and, it, and it's okay. You know, sometimes somewhere along those lines, we learn that it's not okay to be us. Yes. And, and that's so wrong. That is so wrong. You can't live that way. At least I could. And I felt like I was going against the grain all the time. So. <laughs> Amen. Same here. Same here. And, and it's no fun trying to constantly swim against the current. Right. Right. It's just tiring. It's so just tiring. tiring. <laughs> you start building up muscles that you don't need. So it's like, can I just swim with the current? It will be so much better. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So I've just gone with my authentic self and learning who she is and loving on her and loving it too actually so yeah absolutely so that's a great segue um when you talk about loving on yourself um your second stream of income is all about the cosmetics so we talked about the creativity with the writing so it's so awesome how your two things kind of weave in together because the creative part still can be part of the cosmetics and mm-hmm. and still exercising that self-care and mm-hmm. and loving on yourself so when you decided to get started with selling being I can't talk, (laughs) selling Mary Kay. Um, What was that um, decision like for you? Um, You know, I did Mary Kay years ago and I absolutely loved it. I'm I'm a color junkie. I'm sorry. I love like eyeshadows, lip glosses. And I've always had that everywhere um, before. So, but this time around, I came back because number one, I got laid off due to COVID-19. And um, my sister was still in Mary Kay and she said, you can, you can do, um, come back and do e-commerce for 30 bucks. Like, cool. But what really wanted, made me like, this is a viable option is because even though I had a good job, I mean, good job, you know, right. good pay, you know, prestige. And don't get me wrong. I loved it. I loved my job. Mm-hmm. But I had this manager this female manager that was so oppressive. Mm. It was so oppressive. I was doing any and everything, you know, and I was new there and I was figuring stuff out because she didn't know how to do it. And I was figuring it out. And then I would never get the credit Mm. or she treated me like I was just the help. Um, Yeah. 
I was like, I was just to help. And so when I got laid off, I was terrified for maybe all of about 25 minutes or so. And <laughs> then I kind of relaxed and I'm like, oh, I needed this break because I, I, I was being oppressed and I was being beat down and my spirit was being trampled on. Ooh, and you were liberated. I was liberated, honey. Yeah. I was like, and then so Mary Kay came along and I am having the most fun that I've ever had in my life because, you know, you can still create. I'm on live, Facebook live, changing out lip glosses and showing stuff and, you know, creating fantastic eyeshadow looks and training and teaching. You know, I'm a trainer and teacher by nature. And yeah. so I can't help it. I, I, I got to show and I got to tell you and I got to be like, look, girl, you need, you look good in this and you know, you need to try that. And you know, and I just love uplifting women and mm. helping women and helping people be their best. Yeah. And I get to do it both ways, writing and also making people look and feel beautiful on the outside. I always am a firm believer that, uh, especially a broken woman, if you make her and help her look good on the outside, it's going to seep down in that heart yeah. and she's going to start feeling good about herself. Yeah. It's going to uplift her confidence and she's going to come out of her shell and she's going to start being her authentic self. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. And you know, I'm, I'm not very big on like makeup. I'll do like some foundation powder, a little liner and lipstick. And that's, that's me. But what I've always done because my mother kind of drilled this in me, but it's not even just that what I enjoy. It's, it's my opportunity to pamper myself. So I have everyday rituals of washing my face. And, you know, when I, like do exfoliation of my my skin my body you know I take care of my skin um because it makes me feel good and so you know when you do those things that make you feel good it does something Mm -hmm. to you on the inside that helps you project that outward don't you think yeah absolutely absolutely Absolutely. And when you're taking care of yourself, you're telling yourself that you love you, you love yourself, and that you're worth it and you're worthy and deserving. A lot of us, especially a lot of uh, sisters, Mm -hmm. we don't feel that we are deserving of good things. And we are, you know, some people won't even... um, won't even buy bubble bubble bath or a candle just to relax. I'm like, you gotta do that. You gotta do that. Yeah. You gotta. I mean, I'd be in the, in the store and I'd be like, buy myself some flowers just because, because they're pretty yeah. and I want them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. You know? Buy yourself flowers. Mm-hmm. Buy your, you know, the chocolate that you like. You don't eat a lot <laughs> of it, but if you want you a few little dove chocolates get you a few little dove chocolates, you know, treat yourself, okay. indulge and, and pamper yourself. It's yes. so important. Yes. It's yes. so important. Yes. Oh, very yes. important. Very important. <laughs> so another thing while, while I'm pampering myself, it lets my mind go and it lets me think and yeah. come up with ideas because you're just free and you're just scrubbing off all the dirt and stuff for the day and you're scrubbing that mind and you're like oh mm. i can do that oh you know you know the 
the thoughts and ideas just be flowing. So yeah, yeah. take care of you. <laughs> you do. You absolutely do. And there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it. And, you know, even though COVID is going mm-hmm. on right now, I mean, yeah. shoot, the way from my understanding, you would do like a little pamper party on Zoom and they could do that with you. <laughs> yeah, I'll teach everything you need to know, honey, to look good and feel good. <laughs> All right. And then if you want to, if you want to write a book, she can help you with that too. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I got you. That's right. <laughs> So Janice, I am enjoying this conversation so much, and I really want to give people the opportunity to be able to reach out to you, to follow you. Um, So talk about your, how can people like follow you on social media for both platforms? Okay. So for Poetry in Motion, the website is www.poetryinmotion, and that's I-N motion ii.com um you can do follow me on instagram it's um at poetry in motion ii and then twitter i don't do a lot but it's poetry capital in motion ii on twitter um for mary Kay, you can go to my website www.marykay.com backslash j as in john brantel b-r-a-n-t-l-e i got a private fake Facebook Mary Kay group where you know we can do whatever we want in that private group and it's called Flirty Girls Guide to Fabulousness. Y'all need to join that group so we can have some juicy discussions. Yes. <laughs> and then I, I got a regular uh, I know we we talk about a lot of different things, you know. We, we uh, that's a safe place to take care of your mental and your physical beauty. So yeah. Um, and then flawlessly fabulous Janice's MK life. So you can nice. find me there as well. Awesome. Cause all of this is going to be in the show notes, but I know how it is sometimes when you're listening to a podcast, you want them to just go ahead and tell you how they can find you. Cause that way, as soon as you jump off the podcast, you can start finding them on your face, right. on your uh, Facebook and Instagram and everything else. So right. it would definitely be in the show notes, website, social media, her bio, Everything that you want to know about this beautiful goddess is going to be there. And Janice, I appreciate you coming to talk with us and talk about the liberation of creativity and cosmetics today. Oh, did I lose her? Is she frozen? Okay, I think that's better. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I had a little disconnect thing going on. All right. <laughs> we'll edit. It's all, all good. Right. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But I was just saying that I thank you for joining us and I appreciate you coming on and talking about creativity and cosmetics being liberated by both. Um, So again, Janice's information is going to be in the show notes if you want to contact her for either or both. 
of the things that she has to offer. Janice, it was such a pleasure to sit and talk with you, my sister. I can't wait for us to have another conversation because trust me, we will. We awesome. Awesome. And oh, I'm so excited for your podcast and your new forming business. I am just super excited to see where this goes. I'm so proud to be involved. Thank you. Thank you, sister. And thank you for joining us here on the sacred... (laughs) the sacred pathway to liberated black womanhood. See, when Wi-Fi mess up, it gets all up, messes up. But it's all good. It's all good. It's all blessed. We're we're good. So everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now.